Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ. Uh, my name is Tyler Hurst, and today we have a special episode with BJ West, a San Francisco native, or do you just live there now? BJ? Well, I'm California native, California. Bay Area boy, Okay, but uh been in San Francisco for about 20 years. I got you. So he has this really cool uh, Kickstarter project that, that he's starting uh, called StoryForge. And uh, we're going to start by uh, asking BJ exactly what he does and a little bit more about that. So BJ, who are you and what do you do? Oh, I do a little of everything. I'm a graphic artist, writer, and sub-sub-sub-indie filmmaker. Well, how many films have you made? Uh, lots of shorts and uh, one 34-minute long uh, detective story called The Smiling Man. Excellent. Have you made any money off of them or just, just, oh, no. for, <laughs> just, just for fun? Fun and exposure and education. Oh, very cool. Very cool. All right. So how do you pay your rent? What's your main gig now? Uh, my main gig is mostly as a freelance graphic artist. I do art for computer games. I've been in the games industry for, God, I've forgotten how many years. You worked on a bunch uh, of, of, of Sim games, right? SimCity, stuff like that? The SimCity franchise yeah. and The Sims and all the uh, uh, myriad sequels and, and expansion packs. All right, well, what was your favorite of all those games? Let's say SimCity and The Sims are different are different types of games. What's your favorite SimCity game? What's your favorite The Sims game? Uh, my favorite SimCity game would probably be uh, 3000. That yes, that's mine too. All right, good work. I got to work in the uh, uh, cinematic opening for that. Okay. And uh, my favorite Sims game is probably the Live in Large expansion pack. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, uh, we're actually, I found out about you through a guy named Derek Neighbors who helps run Gangplank, which uh, where I usually we usually meet. Um, but on Kickstarter, he said that you have some cards, a deck of cards, stories. Tell me about it. What is it called? What does it do? It's called StoryForge, okay. and it's a deck of 88 3x5 cards that are used for brainstorming plot lines and character backgrounds for anybody who's creating works of dramatic fiction. That would include screenwriting, being a playwright, uh, game masters, just any, anybody that wants to make a dramatic fiction story. Okay, and so what prompted this? something like this? Oh, I've been working on it for decades. Uh, my original idea was to create uh, a tarot deck, you know, just a traditional tarot deck. I'm not really a, a big believer in cardomancy per se, but I liked it as a, a very portable way to carry around uh, a deck of 78 illustrations. And they're generally very evocative uh, leading images. Okay. So I started playing around with, you know, what could I do to make a deck different? And it started playing in more and more to use as a an idea generator instead of any kind of fortune-telling device. Okay, now now give me an example of what a, a typical StoryForge card might look like. What would it say? That type of thing. Um, well, I'll just pull one from the deck here. Okay. Okay, what I got is the card Fame and Infamy. Mm -hmm. uh, the card has two names depending on which end of the card is up. Okay. Uh, this one is in the suit of identity. So the whole identity suit has to do with, you know, how one perceives oneself, how one perceives others. Mm -hmm. uh, fame reads, a person's name is known and celebrated by all, or someone has a strong desire to have such fame. Okay. Infamy reads, 
A person's name is known by all, but rather than praised, he or she is cursed, reviled, or feared. Okay, so it's either a rags to riches story or a redemption story, possibly. Sure. I mean, that, that's what I could take from that, basically. Well, and it all depends on the context of the, the spread that you're playing the cards in. Okay. So, like, that could have been, if you were doing the character backstory spread, that card could have come up as representing the character's father or mother or, gotcha. or even their, the circumstances of their birth. So that would you know put a whole new spin on what that card represents. Gotcha. Now a lot of people who tell stories for a living, you know, speech writers or or, or just writers, probably already have something like this in their bit of tools. I mean, I know I have creative sparks and all that. Sure. What makes this different than the stuff that I probably already have access to? Besides that, I obviously won't have to create them myself. Um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that, as far as I know, this is the first deck that is specifically for creating works of dramatic fiction. Okay. Uh, everything is geared to, you know, classic archetypes and situations you find in literature that they just spark ideas very readily. And, and they automatically lend themselves to the kinds of turning points you find in stories. Gotcha. So who helped put these together? Was it just you? Was it just you, I mean, you over years of experience, or did you have fellow storytellers? Well, I've had a lot of uh, input from friends who are writers or gamers. Uh, did a lot of playtesting. I originally printed 100 decks of the cards and then gave them to friends to playtest and look for weaknesses in the, in the system, uh, look for things that they wish were in the deck that weren't or things that were in the deck that didn't seem to fit. And we just pounded on it for several years until we, we, we got it working really smoothly. Did anyone give you some, some serious insight that you like really didn't even think about at all before? Was there any sort of breakthrough ideas from your, from your testers? Um, not, not like huge okay. paradigm changing things, but, uh, you know, things would be like somebody would say the four horsemen of the apocalypse should be in here. Okay. That they or things like them should be represented. Gotcha. So I would come up with cards that reflected them and the countering forces for the other side of the card. Okay. So on a typical a typical session, how would I – I want to start a story. Okay. I want to write a, a piece of dramatic fiction. How would I use a deck of cards to do that? Normally what you would do is you, there's a little booklet that comes with the cards mm-hmm. that has a selection of spreads mm-hmm. that are either genre-specific or story structure-specific. Okay. So you, you can choose whatever one that best suits what you're trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Then you would lay down the cards following that diagram and look at what cards in what positions you end up with. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of meditate on how those fit into how you perceive your story. And if you don't like the way they're coming up, you say, you know, that, that card does not fit in that position at all. Just throw another card. It's not like there's rules to this. It's all designed to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you just throw cards until you get one that goes, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's that, that makes sense there. and all that stuff. So, so yeah. what are the cards made of? Are they are they just like index cards? Are they, are they kind of glossy? Are they thicker? How oh, they're they actually... Uh, they're going to be printed by a uh, printing company that makes playing cards. So oh, they're, so they're plastic coated. Th- okay. Very durable, very nice to shuffle and and deal. Okay. Now, is this something that uh, that teachers could use for kids? Oh, easily. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can use it for all kinds of things, even beyond writing. Okay. Uh, I recently had someone suggest that they could be used as uh, kind of an idea generator for an improv troupe. You know, Excellent. they. You, 
normally you'd have like an audience throw out a word. Mm -hmm. You could just pull a card from a deck. Mm -hmm. So this is really kind of personal brainstorming. Exactly. All right. But it is geared specifically for drama for as drama. opposed to like comedy or, or, you know, farce. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So what do you expect um, the next couple of weeks? You guys are launching soon, right? Uh, hopefully, yes. Uh, we've got one month left in the Kickstarter campaign. Okay. It ends March 20th. All right. And you, what, what are you at? Almost halfway now? A little uh, halfway? We're actually at 64% funding. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so we are well on track to make it. And once the Kickstarter campaign is successful and the funds are released, I go straight into production. Okay. Now, how was working with Kickstarter? I mean, I backed a bunch of different things. I've never actually done my own. What was it? What was it like? Would you recommend it for someone who wants to do something new like this? Oh, definitely. I mean, this is the first time I've used Kickstarter. I've, I've backed some Kickstarter campaigns in the past, but mm -hmm. this is the first time I've run one of my own. Okay. It's really easy to set up. Uh, they give you a lot of really good tools for reaching out to people. Uh, a lot of that outreach, though, is just purely on the person running the campaign. Okay. No, so, no. This is basically your home, and you have to do all the rest of the stuff like that. So, I mean, it makes exactly. sense. So. Yeah. Are they going to be sold in stores? How can I get how can I get these when they do come out? Let's say, uh, provided the Kickstarter campaign does does kick into gear. The first point of purchase will be my website. I've got okay. storyforgecards.com, okay. and you'll be able to order from me directly. But I'm also going to try to get them on Amazon and into various book and game stores. But a lot of that's going to remain to be seen. All right. And do you have a, a price point when you're finished? Yeah, it's going to be $20 a deck. I figured that that makes sense. You know, let's say you don't get the Kickstarter fund. I don't want to go into that, but do you have, <laughs> do you have plans to do something like this um, another time or raise funds, raise funds in a different manner? I would need to regroup and, and decide how I wanted to go forward. There are other, uh, other ways to get funding. Okay. Um, I'd like to eventually get it to a traditional publisher. Okay. But, of course, until it's a tried-and-true product, they're a little reluctant to touch something that's got so much overhead to produce, like a deck of cards. Gotcha. And so that that $12,000, what does that pay for? Uh, that will produce uh, 2,000 decks. Okay. So basically it's just the cost of printing and shipping them to you. Yes. Really? Okay. Uh, excellent. Is there anything that I should know that I don't already know or can't find out from your Kickstarter page? Um, not really. Uh, I, the Kickstarter page is pretty, uh, pretty complete. Uh, I've also got the website and a Facebook page where people can talk to each other about the cards and get updates on, on the way things are going. Okay. Very cool. All right. And, uh, how many people have you have, have checked this stuff out yet? Uh, we have 179 backers at this point. Okay. Uh, how many people have, how many people have tested the cards? You said your friends, is that like a, a oh, large group or a small group or, um, fairly large. I'd say, uh, not, not counting just strangers who have bought decks from me, yeah. probably about 50 people. Oh, okay. So you have some, uh, some pretty good input in there. Has yeah. Any, oh yeah. Has anyone, does anyone have any projects that have started from StoryForge cards? Um, several of my friends have used them in, in working on stories and games. Oh, okay. Excellent. Be, and I've, I've, I've used them extensively myself, of course. Be, of course. It'd be very cool to see some of those things. So maybe that'll be the next version or the website 2.0 once you get funded. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's all uh, the questions I have. So I want to say thank you very much for taking the time to, mm, uh, to talk with us. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time.